0: Willem Dafoe voice isn't necessarily a bad thing. He is a very it's beloved not the, man. It's definitely not the best voice for a woman to have. <laughs> it's not what you want all the time. What Spider-Man villain is he again? He's the Green Goblin. <laughs> hey, that, that can be hot. I mean, there could have been worse, I guess. But <laughs> What's the worst Spider-Man villain to be? Isn't there a blobby one that's just goo? <laughs> There's a sand one. Okay, well, I, I guess that one that could count. I don't know. You can tell. There's I'm a really, lizard one, too. No, that's the worst one to be. It, nobody wants to Who wants to be a lizard in this day and age? <laughs> Super Soft Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Cottrell. And I'm guest co host Kayla Huber. So pitter patter, let's get at her. Yay! I'm so excited. So everyone, obviously, big news. Kayla is in studio for International Women's Day, mostly because Amber Flat refuses. I'm taking one for the team. <laughs> and let me just gauge your feeling. Did you did you volunteer to be just the nicest of friends or because you like this episode more where do you fall on it
1: I don't like this episode I literally when we were talking the last time one of the last times that I saw both of you together mm-hmm. you guys were talking about how you were just dreading doing this episode mm-hmm. and I and I and I knew you were cuz I was like man I'll do it
0: <laughs> and you were like oh it's kind of trash I'll <laughs> I'll do I'll it, do it. <laughs> I'll handle the trash projects it'll be okay uh and I was shocked it's not got the writers on here but i did look it up at the time and they it was two women that wrote the episode
1: yeah. i think when when this episode first came out we had messaged back and forth because you know we usually look forward to new yeah. letter kenny episode we were Gonna, so excited and, and there was so much hope <laughs> like we were like a hallmark movie we had so much hope in our hearts That this was going to be just a a
0: good episode. We were moving back to our hometown and started dating the Christmas tree guy. Yep. And then the ending was not what you want. Yep.
1: Our corporate business-related heart that had moved back home to help our parents with our struggling (laughs) hot cocoa business was just infinitely shattered.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: The Christmas tree guy turned out to be a douche. (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh. Have you seen any of the Hallmark movies that Dirk's is in? No, not yet, but I I've actually made it a point to
1: say actually made it a point to just search for those mm-hmm. just because I want to see him as a different character. Yes. I want oh. to see how he does in different movies where he's not
0: acting like like a jerk, like Dirk's. Yeah. Yeah. In in those, I'm assuming just because Hallmark, just about everything works out. So I'm assuming he's good guys in all of these uh, movies. He's got the face of a good guy. He does. He's got the face of the boyfriend back home. Uh, you know, if you if I'd never seen him as Dirks, seeing him in these pictures of these Hallmark movies, I'm like, you know what? I get it. Absolutely. I mean, I even I even said that
1: before. I was like, he'd be my kind of guy. Like if I hadn't heard him speak,
0: <laughs> if he would just shut his dumb mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, if he would just stand in the corner
0: and. <laughs> It's International just, Women's just Day. Just be present. Please take a seat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for this episode, it was released so recently. It was released March 8th, 2022. Sorry, it's also Free Poor Saturday today. And this episode is 26 minutes long, 43 seconds, directed by Jacob. Is written by two women, which I will maybe ask Josh to insert here.
1: So that would be Olivia Stadler, Allie Pierce, and... Jared Kiso also had a hand in writing this.
0: I do remember us speaking about it, and we were shocked that it was written by two women. Just because, on the whole, for the women that we talked to about this episode, it wasn't received awesome.
1: It's just so off-putting. It is put off quite a bit, which we'll get into more detail. But it's like (laughs) so
0: off-putting. Yes. So the synopsis, and really the only thing for this episode, other than a list of the characters in the episode, is. The ladies celebrate International Women's Day by competing in an anti-beauty pageant. The winner will be crowned Miss Modeniality. Meanwhile, Professor Trisha talks to the guys about women they admire. And I guess before we jump in, do you have any previously on? I do not. Anything that you can think of cuz it's been it's been a whole season, I guess since we've seen a Whole season? Yeah. Anything that we've talked about that you're like, ah, oh. I need to remember to talk. I, I think you guys pretty well covered. Because for
1: anyone who doesn't know, I'm that obnoxious fan in the background who <laughs> who consistently messages you guys
0: about like, oh, these are about this is about the Mennonites and this is about you know this is the you know. No, you get you give us so much information, whereas me and Amber are very consistent in asking questions and not answering them. <laughs> Librarian for the win. <laughs> so I guess we'll jump right in. Oh,
1: I will say. Oh, yeah. Talking about International Days, mm-hmm. today is International Day of
0: Peace. Well, amen to that, because... How apropos. How apropos, indeed. <laughs> okay, so, International Women's Day. We start out with a conversation on a stage with Gail and Tannis, and we don't quite know what's going on yet. This just makes me so sad, because the the idea behind this Whole episode really could have been so great. Yeah, it could have been so great, and it just and again and I don't know. I, in different strokes for different folks. Like some people may find this episode hilarious. Some women may find this hilarious. It's just not my jam. It's not Kayla's jam. It's not Amber's jam at all. So there's I'm sure there's women out there that are like, this is great. This is so funny. This is this is relatable. This is better than what femininity make- <laughs> yeah this is at its best right here <laughs> or not but anyway they're talking about how tannis is sleeping with jumpsuit bro dude chick i love her earrings in this Did i know?
1: loved her are you talking about tannis or yes, jumpsuit? tannis i loved the actual jumpsuit for jumpsuit
0: oh yeah i loved
1: the lace detail in the back mm-hmm. i was just thinking oh Man, she upgraded her jumpsuit. You
0: you upgraded it. <laughs> jumpsuit 2.0. So at first, you know, you know very first originally watching this, I thought, this is a weird gathering. What's going on? Because you don't quite know what's going on right yeah, at the Yeah, yeah. And then we see they're on a stage. Mrs. McMurray's there. Mia Sophia's there. Tannis, Gail, Random, who we find out later is Lucianne. Lucianne. Marianne's there and then we find out they're all there for an anti beauty pageant which again I think is such a cool concept that could have been so funny. And then we dive into what we dive into. They are there for the Miss Modeniality contest and it's like an anti what do they call it an anti beauty pageant. Did, what are your thoughts on beauty pageants? Oh, I, I think if you want to if you want to participate
1: in one, I think there are great scholarship opportunities. I yeah. think there's I think there's been major headway in how contestants can participate in them and everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you're if
0: you're for it, go for it. I probably would have done them I did one in, in high school. My youth if I I What did you do for talent portion?
1: We all did a dance. Oh, okay. Which probably served certain contestants better than others. Mm-hmm. I am not coordinated. So I struggled
0: <laughs> so there so there I was struggling. Yes. There I was struggling, but on a,
1: again. That's what I had to do for talent Because yeah. we all had to do like a the same dance all together.
0: What about the whole toddlers and tiara situation? Oh, I think that's abuse. I yeah. think I think I think that can be borderline abusive. You Oh, you mean put, putting them in full-blown wigs and spray tans and fake lashes. Now again, if you have a good experience
1: with your child during those and Mm -hmm. you know again they serve a purpose it's good scholarship money it's good good experience yeah like being in front of everyone but if you take it so far to you know sabotage other
0: little girls I've I've heard that that is is a thing on those shows
1: yes I mean I think at one extent it's it serves a really good purpose but then at the other side I think it can really open the door for just Such negative behavior and and borderline toxic personality disorders with with people.
0: Yeah, and it's not just the contestants.
1: It's the mothers.
0: Moms are like, I went over there and I drugged her (laughs) (laughs) Kool-Aid. She's going down. She's going to be in a nap. She won't even compete. I agree. I think it's all about the messaging. I had a really hard struggle with body image growing up, especially like fifth to eighth grade. It was really hard Thing for me, and it is for a lot of girls. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's moving around, you're changing, and so it's, you know, if you can put forth the message that looks aren't everything. Mm -hmm. There are so much worse things in this life you can be besides big or, or not as attractive or not considered as conventionally
1: attractive. Exactly. Like I think once your worth is put on any kind is measured by any kind of number, that's where when it can become unhealthy.
0: It's toxic. yeah. Yeah. So we see that Bonnie is the host. She says, "Thank you for letting me wear my comfy cozies." <laughs> and she was so cute in her little pink. I outfit. thought, her, yeah, her pink sweatshirt,
1: sweatshirt, was really, really cute.
0: They announced the things that you'll win. So, a video from Serena Williams, a tweet from J Lo, a Phoebe Waller-Bridge picture, and a lifetime—no, a year supply, bro. <laughs> lifetime supply. That's a lot. No one cared about that one though. <laughs> it's a lot of BroDude. It's a
1: lot. That's a lot of anything when you think about a lifetime supply. The winner will be crowned upon completion and awarded a personalized video greeting from Serena Williams. <gasps> a Twitter shout out from Jennifer Lopez. <gasps> and a year's supply of BroDude energy.
0: <clears throat> okay, and an autographed headshot of Phoebe Waller-Bridge.
1: First off, why why does Emma feel compelled to supply a lifetime
0: supply of protein? Well, it was just a year. I wrote down I, in my mind. I was like, lifetime supply, oh, but a it's, it was just a year. But still, but still that's still, a
1: lot. That's a lot. Like, how do you measure a year's worth of anything? Exactly. You don't know my drinking habits. Like, my year's worth of coffee is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> By the way, International Coffee Day is October 1st.
0: Ooh. I'll keep that in mind. I'm going to drink an extra coffee just for you. <laughs> and then we see the judges, or they announce the judges. We already saw them there. Katie, jumpsuit, and Rosie. And Katie, of course, born to judge. Not shocked. And I I love, capital L, love her outfit, which I know that I'm always like, oh, Katie looks cute. She looks cute. But I just love the jeans Crop top combo. I'm really into that lately. So, looks super didn't cute. Do you think she looked like McMurray? No. I, now that I think about it, though, that makes sense. <laughs> A little bit, but I don't hate it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I didn't hate it. McMurray but... dress is cute. Are you trying to say McMurray dress cute? He is up on his fashion. <laughs> Tight shirt, big pics. <laughs> they have three categories least congenial, filthiest mouth, and tackiest dress. And then they finally they announce, "Here's Lucy Ann." And I looked her up. Her name's Elise Bowman, and this is all she's ever done. So,
1: oh, I wonder if they like if she was one that they found
0: amongst Sudbury, possibly. Or I almost wonder if she might have been affiliated with the show in some other capacity, and oh, they just like she was, like an like executive
1: aide or yeah, something, something like, like that.
0: that. Like, um, yeah, just helping in some other way. And they're like, "Hey, the other." Actress must have not been available. So,
1: Kelly McCormick, who does Betty Ann, mm-hmm. is act, was actually filming A League of Their Own oh. during this time. So, that's why Mary Ann made like, oh, she's off playing ball. Like, <laughs> she's legit
0: playing ball. That's hilarious. I love a deep cut like that. They're so good at that good kind deep of cut. All right. And then, do you have anything else for that scene? Nope. Okay. We cut over to Modine's, where they're arguing about playing a three-hander until Dickens walks in and... Hey, we've got a forehander now, but little do they know that they're about to sit through a class. (laughs) Dan has just co-opted everybody into listening to a class, which is so funny because this is something you think Wayne would never be down with. He's not going to have you tell him, hey, sit here and listen to this class. Exactly, yeah.
1: Professor Trishes has agreed to come speak with us for International Women's Days.
0: Doesn't strike me as something Riley and Jonesy would get behind. Buddy. We get behind just about anything. Weirdly random note: I love Derry's hair length here. It's very curly and just so. It's just the right length. It looks really good. It's a hot Derry moment, even though we're always here for hot Derry moments. Yes, Belle. I I have to give him kudos because sometimes he can go way back the other way. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said, Oh yeah, I just now remembered how much I hate this episode <laughs> because I see this scene and everything kind of rushed back. Yeah. Yeah. We. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm i going to call her P.T. going forward. P.T. Is a sex symbol. She looks like Courtney Kardashian when we see her come in. Yes. That was my first initial thought. Like, oh, that's who she looks like. And I said, and also she's just kind of weird because she comes in carrying this bag she picked up in the parking lot, apparently. And then she's like, I have to pee. I really have to pee. (laughs) It's just so random. It's fine, because we all have to pee. But,
1: I mean, you just... But no one's just going to randomly go in and say, you know, huh,
0: isn't this weird? I have to pee. (laughs) I mean, I might always have to pee. (laughs) I might own up to that part of it, but... I'm not going to announce it to a big group of strangers that I just met after announcing also that I picked up this random bag in the parking lot.
1: Yeah, especially if you're there for a semi-professional
0: reason. Yeah. You know. But anyway, that's all I have for that little bit. We go back to the least congenial part of the Miss So my original thought for this was, oh, it's going to be like a rudeness thing, but it's actually, it turns into a gross out Thing. yeah I think
1: that's that was what threw me about this one is that oh you're not just acting rude
0: you're talking about how you've been all out gross yes who can be the grossest yeah and I hate it <laughs> god this is this but, is just it's I, awful it is and I started to write it down but then I forget they they do like three or four rounds and so I' It just goes on and on. And you think, maybe it's never going to get worse than this. And then it does. And they they cap it. You know, they cap it at a certain point. They do. So, the first round I wrote down, because they're talking about getting all synced up, and then they talk about socks and hay bales, and I digress. But then, I don't even remember what Mrs. McMurray said, because all I wrote down was, no, 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 no.
1: No, <laughs> so... The thing that they stopped at was when she admits to... and The ginger <gasps> and boots. And they... Firda! Denostri. An yes,
0: and then that's the capper, which... Let me be clear. I think that for, there's some... Okay, There yes. are other Her gross Her first things. thing that she said... I'm not even going to repeat it. Josh, please don't plug it. Please don't plug it. But I... Oh, yeah. Will... Hers were,
1: that's the worst thing
0: I've ever, that's the worst thing I've ever heard.
1: That, that wasn't the thing that grossed me out the worst. One of the ones that Tana said actually made me mentally nauseous. Yeah. At the thought of it. But Mrs. McMurray's were honestly some of the worst. Yes. I mean, there's a reason she wins this round. Exactly.
0: I will give her this round. Ding, ding, ding. Winner. Spoiler alert. She she wins, and I don't think she should have won because of the ginger and booze thing, but of course it's the callback, so it makes sense. That yeah, they, for plot purposes. For plot reasons. I also wrote down, I love that Marianne always speaks like she's giving a TED talk. <laughs> because just her mannerisms and her cadence when she's talking, it's almost like she's teaching a class. Yeah. <laughs> so kudos to her. I thought that was pretty funny. Then we cut back to Modine's and P-T-Y okay.
1: oh this is where she, okay. starts,
0: this she starts she starts clothes. taking her clothes off I, I said why question mark Amber is screaming <laughs> who in the
1: world just feels so immediately comfortable to start changing their clothes mm-hmm. in front of a random group of men that you have never met before
0: let me be clear also she just went to pee. Yeah. So, we established that first thing. She walked in and had to pee. Yeah. Girl, take her clothes in the bathroom. And I am I'm not trying to be a prude or whatever, and I do think that females should feel empowered to be sexy in front of dudes. This is not that. This is problematic behavior. Yeah, it is. This is not normal. No. But... Bradley right. and Jones, reaction, though, their mouths are agape, and then all of a sudden you see their phones You split. see their
1: phones turn out <laughs> they, were, they were already on Tinder, but the fact that they were, like,
0: turning them <laughs> up slightly. Yeah. I will give it a 10 out of 10 for the guys' reactions. It was so funny. Rob is bored. Stuart yeah. looks like he's in pain, almost. Stuart always looks like he's in pain when he's aroused. And I put, I hate this. And I said, what are your feelings and thoughts?
1: So, she changes clothes. Yeah. Got a few issues with it. She changes clothes and she says, oh, I'm going to get out of my work clothes, get in the, get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any woman who changes clothes is not going to stay in lingerie like that. Let me be clear, though. She looked awesome. She
0: looked hot. I mean, she looked hot as sh-. Don't yeah, get me wrong. She, but you're right. She wasn't getting comfortable because I know that thing was not comfortable. No. There is no way whatever, I, I mean, gorgeous
1: lingerie, gorgeous bodice. Yes. Beautiful color on her for her skin tone yes, and everything. Yes, I said that too. <laughs> but who wears that underneath jeans and a t-shirt and says,
0: oh, I'm going to get more comfortable? Can I tell you the thing that bothered me the most? She didn't put socks on and she put shoes on and it bothered me so much. And not just flip flops, full blown
1: sneakers. Yes.
0: Like walking shoes. And I loved her whole outfit she put on. It was super cute and comfy looking. It would have probably been comfy had it been not with lingerie under it and with socks on. Cause wear socks. This is a very sock enthusiast or at sometimes anti-sock podcast. You just have to really feel the vibe out. Amber tends to be anti sock. I'm very pro sock, so. But she tells a story of Lizzie Sire. Lizzie Sire. And I have a note, and I was like, I need to see if this is a real thing, but basically saying that it changed in the legislature that women weren't considered people. And do you know if that is the true thing or not? I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, because at a
1: certain point, you know, women weren't allowed to vote, weren't allowed to... And this was you know.
0: 1917.
1: Well, even when you think of Lizzie Borden, you know, yeah. I think the reason why she wasn't convicted is because they didn't think that she was... Able capable. To, capable
0: of doing it, yeah. so... I would not be surprised, and I bet it's one of those things, so many states and federal laws are still in place where they're extremely old, and they need to be changed or taken off, out of commission, and they're just left there because it it's... Paperwork to get them off of the books, but they're just left there. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Tennessee, I think there's something about it being illegal to own a skunk or something like that. I don't know. And it's just kind of a random thing that you could go to jail for and you can fact check me on that or not hey just blindly accept me as fact but there's just weird laws like that where it's like that's not really a huge issue but we should probably get it taken off women not being people is a huge issue oh yeah so that should have been something that was changed and then we get Roth that stands up Mm mm-hmm and he says that his woman that he admires is Celine Dion. And same, Raul. Same. I also appreciate Celine Dion. <laughs> Everyone everywhere Near, should appreciate. Far. <laughs> <Celine
1: Dion. laughs> wherever you
0: are. Near. There needs to be. Oh. Josh, can you plug the flute? You know <gasps> what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here, okay.
1: Problematic factoid about Celine Dion,
0: though. Oh, no. Okay, tell
1: me. <laughs> Celine Dion, obviously she and her husband had a large age gap. Mm-hmm. He met her when she was 12. Oh. And he was 38. Oh, my God.
0: I didn't know that. I did not know that they met.
1: That's when they met and he started working as like her entertainment contact slash manager.
0: That's unfortunate. Anywho. She, any, <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) we still love her, though. We still love her. Um, So, Josh is a big Celine Dion fan. He's just a really big fan of her. I mean, her vocal range is just insane.
1: Have you ever heard Ariana Grande's impression of Celine Dion? No, no. It's so great.
0: (laughs) It's so (laughs) spot on. I've heard that Ariana is a really good mimic. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Lots of people, so. Singing styles her mannerisms
1: her, mannerism, mannerisms her impression of Christina Aguilera is really great too
0: that's so funny I'm yep. gonna have to check that out because I've, I've heard it I've seen videos of it but I've not gone through and watched a lot of them um and then I guess Riley and Jonesy get up and they're like, um the girl or the woman that we appreciate is this Tinderella Crystal she says she's not like other girls and I appreciate that And then Riley's like
1: woman. I admire is this Tinderella Jen 23 74 kilometers away. Same reason honey P (sighs) Honey
0: P They call her butt a and can I just say don't (laughs) ever just PT makes a good point here, and it's a point that we have to understand in regards to this episode you can't be offended for someone that's not offended. Exactly. So they might be putting it out there. They might not care that these guys are calling their butt sh-t-a. I don't love it. If they were calling my butt I would be like, hey, don't. Thank you. There are other words. There's, there's so many other words. Yeah. But if someone is into that or they're like, hey, I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. You can't just take up a torch on their behalf. Yeah. That happens enough as it is. So... And 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 I feel like it's very much the same with this episode. There is very likely lots of females out there that are like, "Hey, International Women's Day. That is one of the funniest episodes. I I don't get it. But more power to you." Yeah.
1: And I think this is a really good point that Professor Trisha made is that, you know, for a lot of girls, for a lot of girls and women, mm-hmm. social media is a way for them to express themselves and, you know, Express their se- their sexuality and... In a safe way. In a, in a safe way that they can control themselves and everything. It mm-hmm. empowers them to that extent. And for
0: that, I say, go you. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, you can do that online and you feel like you get affirmation and, that, and that's wonderful. I don't like it. There's the double-edged sword of, you know, you don't want to hang your hat on. Okay, I'm only worth something if I get attention on social media or on the, on the internet, but also it, it is a little bit safer for women because you can do that, and, you know, that's one thing. You're, you're getting that boost from that, and then sometimes if you wear those same outfits or something like that out in public, you get catcalled or assaulted or any other number of things, yeah. which Amber and I have had... We, we've talked about two issues with weirdly not the same person and it, it, I mean it's just numerous the amount of times where men and it's not just men I mean women can do it too like mm-hmm. people just think that they have the right to treat you a certain way depending on what you have on your body and it's just yep. not it shouldn't be the case exactly it drives me crazy It's it's it is one of the biggest pet peeves and 99% of the time and this is just me speaking as a woman I'm trying to be cute for one of two reasons I'm trying to be cute if I'm going on a date trying to be cute for my husband, or if we're dressing up and we're going to a big fancy thing, I'm just like, normally women are wanting to have other women say, oh, look, that's a cute dress. Yeah. Like, that's nice. Okay, so we cut back to filthiest mouth contest. Oh, God. And I said, how do you feel about the chirping?
1: Why the focus on the female anatomy? Honestly, one of the ones that I, that I actually appreciated during this whole sequence was when Lucy Ann said, Hey Marianne, how does it feel knowing that your dad gives me more hugs than you <laughs> just because it was
0: different than all of the other chirps. Yes, 'cause they're all mitt-related, oh, which I don't know if focus I love on the mitts? I said I don't love mitt. But the ones that I wrote <laughs> down <laughs> <laughs> Um I don't like mitt. I the ones I wrote down that I that I did chuckle at was... I don't think Mrs. McMurray should have had this one. No. I liked the $12 an hour. <laughs> service service everyone that comes through the door for $12 an hour. I thought that was pretty funny. That was Mia Sophia. Your mid's like a convenience store worker. It gets paid 12 bucks an hour to serve anyone who walks through the door. And then, I don't know, maybe this was her as well, but she said something about a disappointing high school report card. That was McMurray's, yeah. That oh, was Mrs. McMurray's. Well that one was that one was hilarious to me Needs too.
1: improvement and it's full of D. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I was like, okay, that one was clever. I'll give you that. Yep. Kudos. Which I'm not a big some people can be like they can have camaraderie with making fun of each other. I think I could be like that to certain people probably, but for the most part I think that would make me uncomfortable. I've never been one of those jab at friends to to grow closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a dude more of a dude thing. So I know some females can do that. I've never I've also never been one to call my friends bitches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey bitch <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I never even at my drunkest,
1: I mean, I have to be really, really drunk to be like, ha, "You're such a bitch," or you know, something that, yeah. like that's not that I've never. But had some people
0: are. I have to. to some give people them are, that and this... if
1: you feel comfortable enough in a friendship with somebody to be like that, mm-hmm.
0: you know, more yeah, more power to you. If that's how you, if, that, if that's how you grow closer, hey, more power to you. Yeah. I, I'm more of like a deep talk kind of a person, <laughs> 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 but understandable. Okay, and then we cut back to... Unless you have anything else about that scene. No. Okay. <laughs> Please, lots of filthy on. lots of filthy mouths. And then we have Modine's, and Dan is talking about Kim Cattrall, which I did not know was Canadian. I had forgotten that she was Canadian. I really enjoy her, which, of course, I know from Sex and the City and mm-hmm. How I Met Your Father. Have you watched that? Not yet. It's. Is it good? It, it's good. Josh and I watched it, and we enjoyed it. So, yeah, Squirrelly Dan... Loves her. I love that he said
1: that he said he's more of a he's Charlotte, more,
0: and he is such a Charlotte. He like, really is. I could totally see him being a Charlotte. At yep. least Squirrelly Dan as a person, yes. <laughs> Even though I <laughs> identify as more of a Charlotte, <laughs> that's so cute. And then. Mm-hmm. We get drunk McMurray, and we're all nervous. Like, he he squiggles up there. He stumbles in his way up there. And we are all so nervous about what's about to come out of his mouth. And it starts out sweet. Because he's like, I admire my wife. And then... But his reasoning is questionable. <laughs> and then it goes downhill. Because, you know, he's like, ah, oh, she loves me. F other women. Okay, well... That's cool and like good like different strokes. Different, yeah. Everybody gets you know if you are good as long as everyone in the relationship is on the same page. Hey yeah. man, yeah. go for it. I think that's the most important part. But PT, which talking about Trisha here, as long as everyone's on board and she's kind of bringing it around like so it sounds like you really respect her for these reasons and he becomes more emotional about it at the very end yeah which i thought was kind of cute too well and she made the point
1: of saying like it's it sounds like you guys have open communication and yes you were you have you know a nice level of respect with each other's boundaries and and different things so i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) He's
0: like, yeah, I guess that is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was more thoughtful than I thought I was. <laughs> I And this is the point where I wrote, did she have sex with Boots and Ginger while they were married? I'm wondering, because I feel like, and of course it doesn't matter because it's their relationship and it's a fictional relationship anyway, but I would think it would stop with people you know, right? Well, but they had a tryst with Gail. True. Shoot. That's true,
1: and she did stuff with Katie in the bathroom. True. Interesting. Interesting. And he's active. He was active with strippers and everything around Wayne and Derry and the guys.
0: That is true. So I, uh, I guess it's just a, it's a free for all. As long as they talk to each other about it, they seem to be, which, not, I guess to their
1: defense, I mean there are people who have open relationships like this and they're completely happy. Yeah. Very happy, very successful, healthy relationships and marriages and they raise families and everything. So I think it's just
0: so off putting the way he talks about it. Oh my gosh. The hashtags front bum. No, (laughs) no. And then I I couldn't tell at first. I thought she might've been a little bit offended, but then she suggests hot for slot. Stop it. <laughs> hey, don't. <laughs> That's all I have to say.
1: Stop it. Get some help.
0: <laughs> okay, so then we cut back to the, What what is it? It's the anti anti fashion. fashion. And then Marianne is very 80s. Lucianne is sparkle 80s, in my opinion. She, and she had matching tennis shoes on, which I love. Gail is in a clubbing outfit.
1: With her wig.
0: Yes, with her wig. <laughs> Tannis is like 80s prom. 16 candles, 80s prom. Mia Sophia is in this like Vegas dress with her butt almost out. Yeah,
1: I would be very surprised if
0: she was actually wearing... Underwear at all. And any kind of re- legitimate underwear, I undergarments. Agree. Yes. <laughs> Mrs. McWherry is in a neon rave metallic outfit. <laughs> and some, some metallic see-through shoes
1: I couldn't tell if they were see-through or if they were so metallic they were reflecting
0: off the floor I don't know it was it was a lot it was very much 2022 trying to be 80s does that make sense maybe not unsuccessfully so unsuccessfully I will say though she didn't look the worst she didn't what's your favorite one
1: my favorite one was Tana's Because it was the least flattering. Yes. Her hair looked the worst. (laughs) The hickeys were on full display. True, 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 true. I mean, I think the hickeys are what took it over the top. And honestly, all of them were wearing kind of retro 80s fashion. It was
0: almost, yeah, except for me and Sophia, who was full on maybe Atlantic City rather than Vegas even.
1: But it looked like they had all gone to, like, a secondhand or a Goodwill mm-hmm. and had picked out just the like, first thing that they found. that $10 you know, that you like, could just... It build. looks like they had a limit. Yeah. yeah. They, they, you had a limit. You had to get the tackiest thing. This is so fun. Like, I would love to do, would do this love with to our, do our a, friends. I would love to do a party like this. Oh, my gosh. But, but here's the thing. I think... And Amber will have to remind me. I think
0: we attempted to do... Something like this. Yes, you all tried to do a goodwill. But she Christmas was Christmas or Thanksgiving or something. But she was the only one who showed up. Yes, and I I gotta be honest, that's betrayal on the biggest on the biggest level for me. But Rich. it was so unintentional, like like you all have kids and all this other stuff going on, and I I get it, but that would be my fear. It's like, oh, I can't look too weird because what if no one else does it? I would love to have a like a
1: night out. With this, though, like we all just load up in our worst stuff, or mm-hmm. we all go to Goodwill or something beforehand with a budget, and then we all go out for dinner and drinks afterwards. Oh, it would be so fun! Like go clubbing I in would the want, worst like,
0: outfits possible—a hair crimper, banana and banana clips, yes, or and some bu- some butterfly clips. Ooh, the shoulder pads. <laughs> the the limit does not exist. Is what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the sky is the limit.
0: If this is Mean Girls, the limit does not exist. So, I loved that. And they kind of cut off right before anything else happens. We go back to Modine's, and Derry is talking about Bondar. And I have never seen Wayne more excited about anything in his whole life. Ferda. <laughs> right, For Verda You can And you can see his progression of, like, he's talking about Bondar. Is that Bondar? That's Roberta. Bondar. And he is so into it. He's like, everybody shut up and listen to this man he's talking about, Roberta Stand Bondar. Stand up for Bondar. Yes. And it was so funny. He's, Stand up. We're doing a clap. This is Bondar. Get it together. And I just loved it. I loved his reaction because he is such an enthusiast. I love any kind of reaction from him like this,
1: though. Because like, he's never very excitable. He, he never gets too excited about anything so when it happens, we we all take it in. We it's all cherish precious. it. It's it's precious to us. It's mm-hmm. a it's a precious moment. Gonna make a figurine out of it. Get the fuck
0: up for Bondar. Let's fucking burn a Bondar. And then Stuart comes up, doing the most because it's Stuart. <laughs> and he introduces himself. Stuart. <laughs> and Tricia introduces herself. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, stop. You're oh, not. I know. <laughs> I know you think you are, but whatever you think you are, you're not. <laughs> he's so, so confident, though. I didn't. I couldn't rag on him too much. He's so confident. He does. I mean, I mean, he goes if, full If we it. had a hot Stewart moment, like he's trying his best to get to that point. He had the shortest explanation of everyone talking about Christine Sinclair, who is a women's soccer, soccer player, and she should she's, say football, buddy. Should say football, <laughs> but she's apparently scored the most goals ever from what i understood from what he said and that was in what 2021 so decently i mean i don't know maybe that's a previously on but i've not i've not looked into that so (laughs) and i'm a little surprised because he doesn't really seem sportsy like he doesn't seem like a person who beyond playing fifa follows sports well but he shocked us by knowing so much about hockey that's true. That's true. I forgot about that whole episode. So maybe he's he's a secret sports dude. Stewart
1: seems to be the kind of person who would watch women's sports mm-hmm. not to fully appreciate the game. I could see that. I kind of see creeper that. level. Watching, watching some
0: girls play sports. <laughs> and then Dickens gets up and he... I hate when they... <laughs> take all personality from him other than auctioneering, but he auctions off his adoration of all of the women he's ever met or not met, apparently. Did you catch any of the ones he said? He mentioned Alanis. He said Avril. uh, Alanis, Avril,
1: Anna Paquin. Oh, I didn't know she was Canadian. (laughs) Apparently, at least part Canadian, I guess. Those were all the A's that I I caught, but I was like... He was
0: an A, so it was about to be a long... Can you imagine how long that probably lasted? No, and I have to give it to the actor because, I mean, that's that in itself is a it, a hard thing to do, I would, oh, yeah, I, I would imagine. Just, like, the ability to auction off. Mm-hmm. So, good on him. And it's funny. Oh. So you'll get them all. <laughs> Start, hey, yo.
1: Hey. Starting at the top of the alphabet. Alanis, Atwood, Arlene, Ackerman, Arden, any Murphy, Anna Packwin and Nuvall, Annie. Are you okay, okay, Annie?
0: We cut back to the anti-beauty pageant and Mrs. McMurray wins. And this hasn't been my favorite episode, but her acceptance of it was really cute. The way that she kind of squiggles and swoops and bends her head into it. It was the (laughs) funniest thing because it's so her. Like it was just so (laughs) fully the character. Underneath you (laughs) oh my gosh, I'm so surprised. And To be honest, if I was, you know, beyond all the stuff, like, I would have given it to her because I feel like Mrs. McMurray is this. This episode is for her. You know what I mean? And she committed to the pageant. The commitment. Full commitment. (laughs) And she's talking about, but this is for you all too because we all came together when we were all on our periods. And I was like, well,. I couldn't help but laugh when she said, The most important thing is there was no hoarding of any of it. We shared. You know, was some real children of the corn shit. All of us getting our periods at the exact same time like that. I mean, I loved that she was cute and silly. Overall, the anti-beauty pageant wasn't my favorite part. Of no. It. Just because, I don't know, I don't find g- gross out stuff funny. So I think I that's uh, what...
1: Yeah, and this this episode was so... It Had such a heavy emphasis on like bodily functions,
0: yeah. And Would, okay, let me ask you this the pap smear epi- or the um, where they were the, talking about the going to the OBGYN and all yeah. the junk that we mm-hmm. have to get done, it is insane. Did you find that funny? I found that
1: funny just because we saw the guy's reactions to it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was actually. Semi educational, and it was you know we saw coach's reaction like what like,
0: I loved. His I reactions. loved.
1: I loved that whole thing just because it was factual, and it wasn't attempting to be gross.
0: Exactly, it was. It was funny because it was true, and it is a little bit gross, I guess, to a certain extent. But at the same time. It's gross, but it's true. You know what I yeah. mean? None of that was was exaggerated for emphasis. It was just, yeah, it sucks, and it's gross, and it hurts, and it's not fair, but this is what we do, yeah. and you all are complaining about a little tiny finger, so. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this one was just so... This was... It was so... Over the top. ...period
1: heavy, and I, I didn't like that. Yeah. It was just gross.
0: I, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like... We already have to deal with it in real life. Like, we don't want to, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure some women's way of, you know, coping is always joking around. So maybe this is them, like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. like we can poke fun of us at ourselves. Guys think it's gross. Well, we also think it's gross. Like, we see that it it's gross, but we're the ones having to deal with it. So yep. you all get over it.
1: On a serious note, period poverty affects roughly 500 million people worldwide. The more you know.
0: The more you And it's not a rainbow noise. It's a dive of barking in the background (laughs) noise. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so at Modine's, it's Wayne's turn. Yep. And I have to say, if anything was going to save this episode. It was Wayne. It was Wayne. And man, it was the most awkward stance I've ever seen this man in. And the most awkward, emotionally vulnerable I've ever seen this <laughs> man. It is so funny. His coughs and his high pitched voice. His, his, uh, I forget what they call it. Like we're ending on a on upward a high in- note. Upward inflection. Yes. And he's just he's trying to both be vulnerable and not be vulnerable at the same time. Yeah. Why to keep this short and sweet? But like It likely comes no surprise to you that I picked.
1: Michael like comes no surprise, to you. So I pick my sister. I pick my sister Katie. So, so I do just about anything for her. But she do just about anything for me. So, so we always been there for each other. So, you make a habit of telling her that from time to
0: time. <clears throat> Not likely. Doesn't do either of us any good if I don't tell her after time to time. So, what did you think about it?
1: I loved it. I, I just loved it. I, which we could tell he he was gonna choose talk about Katie.
0: Oh, obviously. I yeah. mean, obviously,
1: he's gonna he's gonna talk about Katie and everything. But the way he was trying to just get through it without crying, he, I just loved it. It was a
0: borderline choresy like.
1: Yeah. yeah, now that I think about it. Yeah, I, I was just thinking, I was like, well, watch out, Jared, your shorty's coming out. Yeah, exactly, and
0: it was the cutest thing ever. He loves his sister so much, and and you can tell, I have I have lots of family like this where, like, we feel things very deeply, but we don't verbalize things all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But when we're forced to, it comes out very much like this. Like, the most awkward, like, oh my gosh, I see why you don't talk. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh I see why you don't do
1: that. Well, it's like those people who, they don't like conflict just because, it's like, I'm going to cry just because I'm frustrated. Like, But not because I'm sad. But or... not, not because I'm sad. Not because I'm scared of you. It's because I have to have this conflict with you.
0: <laughs> no, I understand. It's like you're, you, you just got to get it out somehow. Yep. He's just like, I've got to go tell her now. And so he just, everybody just leaves. Everyone goes like, go tell all the women in your life. Like, you love them. And I loved that message at the end. I
1: did too. If it was going to end on any kind of high note, I wanted it to be like, go, you know, show your appreciation to the women in mm -hmm. your life.
0: And we cut to the scene where Wayne gets to the anti-beauty pageant and he tells Katie that he loves her and that she means a lot to him. And I wrote down, Michelle plays this so well because you see emotion without her actually crying, but mm-hmm. it's like it's it's almost there. You know what I mean? You can see the emotion in her face. Her her eyes look like they're watery. She really feels and sees what it means. She's very receptive to it. Exactly. Yeah. She she understands what it means for him to say that out loud. Yeah. And it was just so freaking good. And I I wish I could say that about the rest of the episode, but man, it was such a good ending and I love them. And, and it ends in like this group hug where you see everyone's kind of, it's a camaraderie thing, which you know I'm a sucker for. Everyone is just really feeling each other. They love each other. And they're just like, hey, I love you. I appreciate you. And I just want to let that be known. And I love that. And I freaking wish the rest of the episode was on this level for me. But it's just not. What did you think about him not saying anything to Rosie? I'm okay with it. Because I think he is a little bit more hesitant to jump in fully because of Marie Fred. And not that I think he is holding himself back from Rosie necessarily. But I think that's happened and it might be a little bit of a wall. So he feels like they understand each other and she knows that he cares. But um, I, I think that it's it's not about that right now. It's about Katie. Rosie knows that she is loved in one way. And Katie knows she's loved but almost never gets verbalized that she's loved. And yeah. so I think this is a we're going to take this moment in time to appreciate Katie because I, Katie doesn't really get a lot like she doesn't get a lot of storylines. She's bratty sometimes and so I think she can come off negatively towards the audience in in my opinion. I mean she's she's hot so all the guys are going to think like oh yeah, it's Katie, but if you're following her storyline, there's not always a lot going on. There's not necessarily always a lot that's pro Katie and so this is just taking a second, hey, we see you, we appreciate you. And I really liked that. I kinda liked that it wasn't about Rosie for a second. It's not about Wayne's relationships for a second. Yeah.
1: Because he's obviously had multiple girlfriends, but Katie has always been there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. From she's day one. Day
0: one. Ride or die. <laughs> so I I was into it and I just realized I didn't give this one a score. Maybe it's a Freud thing where I was trying to mm.
1: So what would you what would you score it?
0: I'm going to give it a very squishy five, I think.
1: It's like, a firm five for me.
0: Okay. And the only thing putting it in a five for... I would almost go four and a half, but the five... Man, that ending really got me because it was like, oh, my little Grinch heart just grew a little bit. That's a legitimate medical problem. Again. <laughs> yes. Five times. Uh, no, it was... It it was cute at the end. And I think it needed to be done because Katie doesn't really get a lot of kudos or attention. Yeah, I'm 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 good with a squishy, half baked five, <laughs> and you are a solid five.
1: I <laughs> was a solid five. Just again, I had a lot of high hopes for this episode. I think it, and, and this episode fell right in kind of the Letterkenny drought. Mm-hmm. So we were like,
0: oh, it's a new episode. It's a new episode. And oh then, yeah. That did probably fall, okay, it probably went against it because it was like we were not expecting it, one, and then it was a, it was presented as a present mm-hmm. to us, and we were so hopeful, and then we got what we got, and we were like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. We, we would have waited if it would have been better. <laughs> I think
1: they should do an International Men's Day episode.
0: What's date?
1: November the 19th. Okay. It's technically International Men's Day. Okay,
0: we could d- get
1: behind that. But couldn't you just imagine International Men's Day with the core group, but then Ron and Dax? Oh, you yes. have Glenn. Yeah. And then, you know, all of the female characters and everything, but then, but filtering in all of those additional characters that we never get to see. Yeah. At an episode like International Men's Day. That would be fun. That I would,
0: would get behind that. Be, that would be fun. An anti. Oh, what are the things where they're like the antithesis of masculine and they're doing it, making themselves be in a position of what would be considered more feminine qualities? I would so get behind that. Like, Joint Boy and Tyson baking a cake or cookies or something. Yes. I'm so here for this. Yes. So we just, you're welcome, Letterkenny. We just gave you a great idea. (laughs) And I don't have anything else other than Amber sent me a video of Jen and Dylan's wedding video that they've got out. And it's so stinking cute. Like we're just obsessed with them as a couple. So
1: I love the video that they had shared. I think it was on Dylan's. Dylan or Jen won. They had showed a video of some of them dancing mm-hmm. during the reception. Oh my gosh. And we all messaged back and forth. I was like, is that a hot
0: Jacob? <laughs> it was, it was a hot Jacob. It was a Everyone. hot Jacob. And then also I noticed Nate wore shorts to the wedding and he didn't have shoes on. Nope. So Nate is one of the girls that goes on the dance floor and takes shoes off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am, you know, Hey, not opposed to, good good for him. Yep, not opposed to it at all. They can. What, what do they say? Uh, girls who put their phones in their bras can't be knocked out, but girls who take, <laughs> take their, their shoes, shoes off will try. <laughs> will try. Oh man, letter, Kenny. Well, this is uh, this is all she wrote for a while. We are waiting on season eleven to come out, and yep. we, I anticipate Christmas. What do you think? I'm thinking Christmas.
1: Yeah, that's that's how it's kind of fallen over the last few years. Yeah.
0: I so. wondered if Shorezy would knock it off of Kilter like it came out in what June, I think. Shorezy, was it was it June? I feel like Juwar? it was earlier than that. Re- no, was Shorezy Christmas? No, Tin okay. 10 came out around Christmas, time. Mm-hmm. And then Summertime with Shorzy, and my thought was, oh, well, since they have this new show to kind of work into the mold, I thought maybe we're looking October and then spreading it out a little more, but I think they'll probably wait till Christmas.
1: I'm hoping they'll have, you know, it'll be longer than six episodes. Me too. I'm hoping they'll at least have, you know, eight or nine, which I'm also curious as to see if they'll do like another special holiday episode.
0: Yeah. I wonder... I kind of want them to get into some obscure holidays. Like some random ones. Or some ones that they just fully make up. Because <laughs> what was it? Like, Day Beers.
1: Like International Men's Day.
0: Day. Beer's Day was its own weird holiday episode, right? I couldn't
1: tell if it was...
0: Supposed to be? If it was
1: supposed to be or if it was just an extra episode in that season. Because it just fell. I didn't... The way it fell, I didn't think it was separate from the season yeah which you know we don't know when the international women's day kind of falls in the in the timeline
0: that's true i hate not knowing but i guess it's smart because it's like they give us a little extra nugget just like a little extra something a little something to keep us coming back so uh i guess this is all she wrote this is a sad moment that's a uh, moment of silence moment of silence Well, not a real full moment. I mean, we got to go. But it was, uh, this has been really fun. I'm glad you did it with me. I am, I know Amber's glad because she was not about to do this episode. (laughs) And we will see you all next season for season 11. Bye. Bye. I really have to pee.
1: Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com. Special thanks once again to Kayla Hewitt for stopping by. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. If you have any questions about this episode, or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh0 at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line.